Welcome to another episode of In My Truth, where my guests and I have raw as fuck conversations while we sort through and understand the truths we're currently living in. Let's get to it. Quick disclaimer before we dive in, what we talk about on In My Truth tends to be very raw and can be triggering. I have included in the show notes links to resources and places where you can get support and help if you do find yourself triggered by what we talk about. Welcome to this episode of In My Truth. We are here in Tulum for the Aubrey Marcus Fit for Service Fellowship Summit 2. Uh, and I'm here with my friend Alex Nelson, who's a fellow participant in the program. Um, and yeah, if you hear a little different noises to usual, we're recording in a different setup to what I usually do. And there's some pretty birds outside. And hopefully we only hear that this morning. We had a bit of construction work going on, but I think we're safe right now. Uh, so welcome, Alex. Thank you so much for joining me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, a little about myself. So I am in an interesting transition period of my life right now. I have just finished my more traditional career in management for manufacturing, um, and I'm now moving into both this podcasting space as well as doing some personal coaching and eventually running some retreats and healing retreats to help people work on their trauma. So it's kind of been an exciting time for me, literally this week. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. I love it. It's so exciting. You were telling me a little bit about last night, and I'm super excited. Um, we talked about my, I recently had my journey with ayahuasca, and I loved what you were telling me about um, how you're kind of bringing together other modalities for people who aren't necessarily ready for psychedelics, or it might not be the right thing for them, and I think that's really amazing what you're doing in that space. Um, one of the things that happened to me last year when I was going through my breakdown and everything was feeling like I was a bit of a seeker. I was judging myself and labeling myself because nothing seemed to be working, so I kept trying new things. Um, but ultimately I realized one day like, well, of course I would keep trying new things. Like in any other realm, if we, in our businesses, if something's right. not working, we would keep trying to fix the problem until it worked. Yes. But for some reason we become more judgmental on ourselves. So I think it's cool. You know, you were explaining to me that you're doing a lot of different things like aesthetic dance and I don't know, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about yeah. some of the different things. I'm definitely working on uh, Definitely working on doing uh, a bunch of different modalities for healing. So kind of the idea is that, find whatever way possible in to help people work on their trauma. So like you said, they could be ecstatic dance, it could be meditation, guided meditations, um, it could be great for a lot of people, it could be things just like group therapy, getting a chance to really bring up and talk your problems through with other people and see that, hey, there's a lot of commonalities between a lot of us and it's not just you suffering from those things. Um, and then eventually moving towards the psychedelics once those start to come online as being legal um, mm. is kind of the plan. I think that's amazing what you're doing, um, and I think so many people need it, so well done. All right, well, let's dive into why we're here today, because I think one of the things that's really helped me on my journey, one of the modalities or um, paths I've found is this journey back to truth, this journey to be able to, one, identify my own truth, and to find voice for it, like find a way to express myself, to articulate and not be afraid of showing up as I am. You know, I think the spectrum of truth is broad. Like we have the outright lies that we know we're telling. Yeah. We have the lies that we convince ourselves we're not telling. Yep. We have the lies that we don't even realize we're telling. And then we have the stuff that we're hiding from ourselves. Right. Um, some of it's totally not even 
we can't even see it. And yeah. then, the, you know, I guess when you've got that self-awareness, it's like, ah, I know something's not right here, but I don't know what it is. So that's the premise behind this whole podcast and why we're here chatting today. But I'd love to just dive into like, what is that thing that you're struggling with at the moment, that untruth yeah. that you're a little unsure of? Yeah. So the untruth thing I'm struggling with right now is fear. And mm-hmm. it's fear of starting a new business, striking out on my own and trying to make things work. Um, specifically focused around just the the large task I view that I have ahead um, and just how that business from month one here where we are to month 12 will sustain itself but then also long term how am I going to drive this into the massive force for good that I see it being mm. uh, had a lot of fear this week come up just around my self-worth am I enough to complete this goal? Am I consistent enough? Will I be consistent enough to do everything I think I can do? And I've just been trying to place a lot of intentionality and focus on my interactions with others this week so that I can hopefully not let that fear color my interactions with people, especially here at the Mm. Fit for Service Summit, but just in general as well. Mm. So that's kind of what I'm going through very recently. Uh, I want to come back to the consistency piece and that fear, but you've triggered a thought for me around um, when I arrived last night, um, I wasn't at the Austin Summit. So we're in the second summit for the year for our listeners. And I wasn't at the Austin Summit because I broke up with my boyfriend that day and I couldn't get off the, I was in Austin, but I couldn't get off the bathroom floor. Fucking terrible day. It was so, so hard. Um, Anyway, so I had this, I had fear that weekend about meeting everyone and then I didn't end up, it was like way too much of a task once I'd gone through that. Um, but yesterday I had that fear of, I don't know what the fear was, but of just like coming here and not really knowing everyone. And I got really overwhelmed last night. Like we were up on the rooftop here at Kunan and I was just like, I felt like I couldn't look people in the eye and my fear was coloring my interactions with people. I felt not open. I felt kind of closed and... I was, as I, I left, I bailed at like yeah. 8.30 and I drove home and I was thinking, oh my God, like what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. you know, you have great relationships, you know, you meet amazing people, but there's something that happens to me when I go into big groups and I get like really nervous and afraid. And then I start to get really internal and I can't kind of connect the way that I know I will the next day, yeah. like I, or, 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 the, or a few days later, like I'm, I've already made some great connections and all of that flow has shifted, but I'm like super curious with myself about why that comes up for me. So you just Absolutely. triggered me and we can go into that, but tell me about the consistency piece. Cause yes. you said you're a little bit afraid of like not being able to deliver, not mm-hmm. being able to follow through with all the things. Is there like a time in your life when you haven't? That's, yeah, that's kind of, there have been multiple times in my life where I feel like I haven't been as consistent as I could be. And that, uh, it just reflects when I reflect back on those moments it puts a negative part in my head that kind of goes, hey, remember when you didn't get that done? Remember Mm. when you didn't finish that thing you said you were going to do? And even if I know they're not the, it's not the entirety of the picture, the mind tends to have that negative confirmation bias a lot of the time, which I think is a survival instinct, but doesn't serve me here. So that's the, the thing that keeps bubbling up for me. It's just, I know at least some of the consistency I will need to have for this task, 
will I be able to do it? Because I think I can do it. I know I'm capable of what I want to do mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. But can I just put the pieces together to get to the end of what I want? Yeah, I'm sure you can, but I understand that feeling. And I mean, something that I've experienced in my life is on that same theme. Like I sometimes have periods where a lot of ideas burst out of me. Like it seems like there's just a lot and then I, I can't do them all at that time or I don't have the um, capacity or whatever. But something interesting that I've found has happened is they end up coming out like sometimes years later. Mm-hmm. So I've got a little more faith now that like sure. things work their way out. It's just not always on our agenda yeah. or our plan. Like sometimes the universe has like a better timeline. Yes. Like I think there's like some beauty in figuring out like flow versus push. So, I love what yeah. you're saying. There's such a, such a poignant representation of that was when me and my girlfriend were taking ayahuasca we were sitting there and before the first ceremony i think it was we're reading through one of my old journal entries and it was a journal entry from i think about a year before that and in the journal entry it was like oh i met this really cool new woman i'm really enjoying getting to know her da 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 and then like three sentences below that it's like i need to go do ayahuasca soon it's important that i get my shit together enough to go and take care of that and it was just exactly what shocked about it was that moment of I knew what it was I knew it needed to happen and there I was sitting with the person I was writing about about to do the thing that I had been writing about and it's Amazing. Just, it was a beautiful moment to kind of reflect on but you're right it's that my timeline and universe's timeline might be different <laughs> yeah I've been like totally experimenting later with being okay with birthing these ideas and visions for my future but scrapping my own agenda and strategic plan and Mm -hmm. just trusting the universe is something I've been experimenting with literally for the last couple of weeks is like no to-do list like I actually go through my day without any Mm to-do list and it's fucking scary for someone who's like for 20 years I've operated in this like goals and strategy and make shit happen and highly efficient and it's all about how do I become more effective more Mm -hmm. efficient reach more of my potential and all of a sudden now I'm just like well, if a lot of things have come to fruition that I thought of in the past, mm. even though it didn't always work the way I wanted it, what if I just surrender to that and trust yeah. that the things that are flowing through me are meant for me? Yes. And like, it's been pretty cool, but there's a battle. Like some days mm. I'm like, oh, should I be? I really should make a like, list today. I do have a little <laughs> list that I wrote the other day and yeah. stuck on here that I haven't done anything of because... Yeah. Oh, have I? Maybe I have. Sorry, everyone. I've just found a list next to me. <laughs> I've actually done some of these things because that's the thing, right? right? Once they come to you, why are we so afraid that we're going to forget them and not do them, right. that we need to like create all this structure and like yep. grab it and control it? Um, oh, my God. It's super interesting. I've just got a bit sidetracked with my to-do list there. Okay. My, my, as I was saying, I don't have, right I've got one right in front of me. I do write to-do lists sometimes, mm-hmm. but I've been like really surrendering to this like just see, just trust that it will happen. And and something cool was this podcast, actually. Yeah. Like, I did not know I was going to do a podcast four weeks ago. I had no idea. Yeah. And then it came an idea to me when I was driving in my car. And then I took, I put, a bit, put it on my Instagram and then someone booked in to do, like, reach out, can I do it? Yeah. And the next thing I know, I've just recorded them all. I haven't even been pushing it. I just, like, the way I usually would. Yeah. I'd usually map out the whole podcast right. strategy and create a business not a plan, like some kind, yeah, happen. and I've just kind of like let it flow. And it's the thing I like about it is it makes life feel a bit like an adventure. Yeah, like if you've got the vision of what you have, which sounds so incredible, 
and then it's more like surrendering to the universe a little yeah. bit of like how are we going to get there um, and I think we still have to work hard and stuff but yeah but having yourself. a bit more faith in yourself yeah. and do you think um, this business this kind of vision that you're doing in the way that you know you're doing the podcast and all of that because it's attached to your personal brand a little bit is that feeding into the fear yeah absolutely I think it's putting myself out there too I mean a big reason I've started the podcast and enjoy being on podcasts is I think the more that I share my vision the more I will onboard people who are like hey that's I'm interested in helping out with that how mm. can I help make your mission a reality and then same for me to them how can I help their mission become a reality and the more I you know back to the original topic at hand the more I am in my truth and the more I don't let fear take me over and the more I present myself as I really am mm -hmm. the more I find that allies just show up mm -hmm. people just pop up and it's like oh it's almost like I'm getting rewarded for the good behavior of being in my truth mm, I love that so do you think um, this business this kind of vision that you're doing in the way that you know you're doing the podcast and all of that because it's attached to your personal brand a little bit is that feeding into the fear yeah absolutely so I previously had an asphalt business with my younger brother and around that business there wasn't the same type of fears there were some different fears but this is much more personal mm -hmm. ego is wrapped up in it for sure it's hard to separate your passion and your life's work from your ego that's a big task mm -hmm. and something to always be aware of so I think I have a lot of uh, identification of the self with what I want to do so it makes it scary because yeah. then the pass-fail metric is a pass-fail of myself as a human rather mm -hmm. than oh the business fucked up whatever not a big deal it's ooh I failed at my life purpose uh-oh so that's part of what makes it so so scary for me. What like what would if, what would happen if it fails? I'd, I'd find something else. <laughs> no, and that's the I don't know if you've ever read uh, Tim Ferriss's uh, he's a fear setting exercise it's called. Oh, I haven't read that. Yet. So it's something I should I should definitely do for this because I think it'd be useful. I've done it before for other things, but basically the idea is you take whatever it is you're scared of and you write it down in excruciating detail and you write down the worst case scenario yeah. and then you read it back to yourself and most of the time the worst case scenario is not actually that bad most of the time it's just you're going to be embarrassed or it's some surface level emotion you're going to experience that's not really that bad you're just making it into a monster in your head and when you think about all the things that we have lived through yeah. it's like well I've survived all of that I'm sure I'll survive this as well that's so I was thinking about that last night when I was driving home in a little bit of fear, mm -hmm. like just wanting to escape and go back to my myself. I was like, what am I actually afraid of? Right, and I couldn't, gonna happen. Yeah, I couldn't quite put my finger on it because I was like, well, I actually know what's going to happen for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to meet some great people and form some great bonds. If every single time in the past, in any group, that's what's ended up happening. Yeah. Even in the groups where I've been like, really, these are not my people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can still find connection. Like yes. it's one of my strengths. So I was like, trying to dig deeper like what's mm -hmm. and I think I'm digging deeper as we're talking right now like what really is my truth around this and um, actually we fucked up the recording so we're doing it again just so everyone knows remix and, remix. and, and in the remix I'm actually getting even deeper into this but I'm mm -hmm. like I think it is to do with um, like the leadership stuff so mm -hmm. usually I'm the leader yes 
or commonly in my life, I'm a leader. I build community. I rally my people around me. It's something I've done since I was younger. I always, like, at high school, I had the parties, like, all of that. My house was a house where everyone came to. Now I have businesses. I build teams. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm obviously super comfortable as a leader. I have other fears with that, like, public speaking. Like, I do it, but there are other fears. But in this particular instance, I'm like, why... Am I, what is going on for me that I get all nervous and anxious before I enter a new group? And I think it's it's not actually a fear. Maybe it's more like just that ego thing that yep. I'm not the leader and yes. I'm just in the community, which my ego is saying is like lesser or something like right. that, which is so stupid because it's not. But I think that's actually what's going on for me is like I don't always know how to interact as a community right. member who's it's no not longer leading. teacher to pupil. It's yeah. pupil to pupil. Well, that's all fucking ego, isn't exactly. it? <laughs> but I've surely been there. I run a, I do a weekly goal group with some of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I generally lead that conversation and I find the exact same thing. I have trouble swallowing the bitter pill. It's one of the reasons I joined Fit for Service was I realized I needed to be in a place where I was being forced to be around people who are killing it way harder than me and for me to not be any longer the center of attention that is leading for me to be led to some because Mm. that's where my biggest growth can be because it's basically uncomfortable totally well you're right like I'm growing through this right now and it's I don't know like I, I find something else interesting with the whole truth piece is like okay now I've kind of got to that I wonder what that will mean next time I enter a group. Will I surrender or not? Will I still be awkward as fuck when I yeah. walk up to people? I don't know. Because ultimately I know it'll be fine. But maybe it is that. Maybe it is just dropping the ego and being like... Because there's some part of me that's sometimes like, do I fit in here? I don't know. Yeah. And I think there's a little bit of am I enough? Yeah. But then there's also that resistance of like, well, usually I'm leading or and mm-hmm. I'm not leading right now, which, yeah, I mean, it actually makes me feel a bit yuck that I even think that way so that's that's super interesting to kind of come yeah yeah it's so funny but I do think there's also pleasure in just being in the community and not having to expend all of that energy and leadership and Mm -hmm. I did appreciate last night when I was able to just run away and go home be by myself in my room I was like well this is kind of cool as well like Mm -hmm. and and to stop judging myself and saying like oh you failed because you didn't stay there and meet everybody like no you went you did your thing and you wanted to come home and now you're home and you're thinking about this stuff so you've got enough self-awareness yes. at least. It's but an like, arbitrary metric. Too. Yeah. It's like how long would you have stayed for it to be enough? 10 p.m.? 11 p.m.? <laughs> so 3 a.m.? Like how long were you supposed to stay? You stayed through the entire cocktail happy hour which is the like defined yeah. time for us all to hang out. True. I say till 8.30. So, yeah, you finish see, at 8. Overachiever. So, <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> nailed it. So... That's so fucking true. Like, what? at what point would I have felt like a success? Right, and the real answer is there wouldn't have been there that wouldn't point. Have been. You would have left something on the table somewhere. And because it wasn't time, it was more how I was showing up yes. and the fact that I wasn't feeling very open and I was really struggling to, like, be open to people and to not be awkward when I was talking to them. And I'm really short as well. And, like, that's something that's so weird that comes up for me when I'm, like, new in groups. I'm, it's, yeah. like... Somehow, all of a sudden, it feels more obvious that I'm short. So I'm like, I feel like a little mouse, like looking around the room. <laughs> Whereas I don't feel short usually, or yes. who cares? I don't think about my height usually. 
that's really weird. That just came up for me. But I do. It's like all of a sudden, I'm this, I, it's like I'm, I'm shrinking into myself yeah. and my height becomes real. Yeah. The rest of the time I walk around thinking I'm taller than I really am. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Oh my God, this is, yeah, this is funny stuff. I didn't know that I had all these weird things about myself. <laughs> Good to unpack that stuff too because I think you don't, at least what I don't do is I don't, take, I don't spend enough time I was talking about this recently, I can't remember with who, but I, I'm heavily of the opinion that we have a lot of ideas in our head that are just kind of floating around half-formed, and you have to have these type of conversations to actually structure those ideas and become clear on what's really going on in your head. Yeah. Like, if you don't talk about it out loud, it's just floating, it's bouncing around in your head at a thousand miles an hour, and yeah. all you only have the experience, like, you walk in, and you fear, and I'm short, and what's going on? Help, help, help. And that's all that's happening when yeah. you actually get to talk it through. Now you understand where it's coming from. Yeah. That's just so different, but it won't happen. It does happen in journaling. Journaling. Yeah, journal, I was going to say that journaling's amazing. There's yes. a real power I find, and obviously everyone for their their own experience is what works for them. But for me, and I believe there's an energy transfer as well that's mm -hmm. happening when you're getting something out of your head onto paper. Yes. There's an energetic transfer of whatever that that thing is that you're a bit worked up on and there's some like logical stuff Forces happening, rationalizing. Get it all on paper rather than... Like, I mean, I journal like every day, sometimes even yeah. more. My journal's in my bag. I'm yeah. almost like I take it everywhere because mm -hmm. I feel like I need it. But I even surprise myself. Like I'm so committed to it and I love it so much. But even still, any given day, I could have something that I go... Just sit down and journal on this, and I do, and I'm like, Friends wow, are, it all just became. I'm like, oh yeah, clear. this works. I forgot oh. I do this every day, but I forgot since yesterday how yeah. how important this is. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. Okay, on your situation, do you think there's any fear of success as well? I hesitate to say no, because I feel like it could definitely be in there, but it definitely don't think that's the predominant thing scaring me right now. Yeah, it's definitely more that fear of failure. Yeah. yeah. It's probably in there, though. I always find it curious because it never dawned on me for a long time that I could be afraid of success. Yeah. But I realized sometimes I held myself back from my potential. And I don't, I still don't actually know the answer to that. Like, yeah. what does that mean to be afraid of success? I Is think, it just that I don't feel worthy of it? Or? I think what happens more commonly for me is... I'm afraid I'm afraid of going all in because if I go all in then I fail on my mm. best effort. So it's not that really I'm afraid of the success. I'm afraid I'm afraid of putting my full effort forward because if I do that, then it's my full effort that failed rather than eh, I kind of tried and if I had really tried it would have gone well. Mm. So it's like getting myself into where I put all in. And once I do that, then everything's on the table. There's no more hiding behind, did I or didn't I try as hard as I could? So mm. that's... It comes back to that yeah. same thing for you where it's like that whole self is failing. Exactly. Like, this is who I am. It's mm -hmm. not a thing I'm doing that didn't work. It's a me. Right. Mm. How do you break that down? <sighs> Good question. <laughs> Journaling. That's what I'm working on figuring out. I think it's bringing awareness to it consistently. Mm. Journaling, talking about it looking at it over and over again. Um, for me, I do at least quarterly mushroom ceremonies for yeah. myself so that I can get in and kind of like we were talking about a little bit earlier, I can see if I've fallen off my path. Mm -hmm. um, 
So those check-ins have been very important for me. But yeah, just staying, staying aware as it comes up. And I've been trying to sit a lot with this yeah. fear and kind of look at it. Because I think the more I look at it, the more I can define it. Mm. The more I can define it, the more I can deal with it. So You're right in the middle of it right now. Like you're one week yeah. in, right? So this is very much that point of like you are out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. every moment of every day. And I know how that feels. I mean, I was feeling it yesterday. I also now have, I mean, yesterday the stakes are not that high, just meeting new people. But like, you know, I feel it regularly in my life. Like, shit, I'm doing something. I'm raising money for one of my companies. Yep. I've talked about this before on the show, but I... I decided to raise money a couple of months ago and then I just put all these reasons why I couldn't do it. Yeah. And then two months later I was like, really, Sarah? Why yeah. are you not doing it? Because you're scared. Yeah. You're scared that you're not going to close around. You're scared, mm-hmm. whatever. So I wrote an email to everyone telling them that I was scared and yeah. I was like, all right, there you go. Everybody yeah. knows now, so let's just mm-hmm. go and do it. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think I I um, resonate and appreciate where you're at and how like being in that discomfort is, is really challenging, but I think you seem like you're doing an amazing job. So. Yeah, slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's wonderful. So, thank, thank you. you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of that. Yeah. I I don't know how you're feeling right now, and if there's totally. anything that um, any takeaways you have from this conversation that are gonna yeah. help you, I'd love to hear. Like, totally, I, a, I appreciate you having me on. Awesome, I love the concept of your podcast. It's a really good idea. Um, I think the takeaway from me for this will just be continuing to really sit with the idea that because my ego is wrapped up within what I'm trying to do, that I need to be very careful that I keep an eye on that because it's going to make my tendency or want to not go all in. It's mm. going to be a lot, you know, the whole thing's going to be scarier. So because it's scarier, I need to pay special attention and kind of soothe myself and go, <laughs> hey, it's going to be okay. We're going to go after this and it's okay. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see you know, along the whole journey because you are so passionate about this and it does feel like a life's work type of thing, I'm sensing. Um, kind of seems like there could be different iterations of the role that ego plays in yes. that. Like right now it's that fear of failure. Yeah. You know, I can I know for myself in the past I've had times where my ego, like when I'm succeeding, my ego gets carried away with yeah. that success. Yeah. And, and maybe even what I've been talking about today, like this is super interesting takeaway for me, is just like, oh, is the discomfort actually like my ego just feeling weird because I'm not right. the leader? Like, yeah. get over yourself, Sarah. You don't always have to lead. So thanks for helping me get to that because okay. that was not what I was fully thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thanks, Alex, so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. And thanks yeah. for bearing with me as I'm hacking my way through trying to figure out what podcasting is. <laughs> it's all a learning process. Thank you for having me on. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of In My Truth. You can find the show notes on my website under the tab podcasts or sarahregalhuth.com forward slash In My Truth podcast. To stay updated on all of our episodes, subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcasting app. We cover some pretty intense stuff in our episodes. So if anything is coming up for you, please don't be afraid to reach out for help. In the show notes of every episode, you'll find a list of resources, but good friend Google will always be able to help you depending on where you're located in the world. Remember you're not alone and there is hope even though it may not feel that way at times. Talk to someone, a friend or family member and let them support you. Reach out to a professional, do whatever you need to start your journey back to feeling good.
And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, either publicly or anonymously, head to my website and book in. Once again, it's sarahregalhooth.com forward slash in my truth podcast. Thanks again for being here.